feeling like life is overwhelming? Are you ready to break free and learn what it feels like to be unstoppable? Then you're in the right spot. Welcome to We Are Not Lost, the podcast focused on helping women find their true selves, learn to live more authentically, and stop feeling burned out. Here's your host, Satvinder Kaur. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, We Are Not Lost, uh, with your host, Sat. And today, I have another amazing co-host with me. Her name is Sia. And Sia, I would like to finish up your last name. I, I Because I, I want to make sure I pronounce right. Oh, no, you're fine. It's Yasso Torn Rat. Yasso Torn Rat. Yeah. And, well, And don't worry about it, because I don't even know if I say it correctly. So, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> No, thank you. Thank you, Sia, for joining me today. And thank you, everyone, for watching all the episodes so far as we were discussing in this series about the importance of self-discovery and, like, why self-discovery is important in the first place. And we learned about, like, how critical it is to be on this path so we we can get help ahead in all areas of life, even in your career, in your uh, relationship, or in in your spiritual journey, in any area of your life, self-discovery is a fundamental steps. Oh my gosh, self-discovery is the critical. I didn't realize, and I'm sure you're gonna laugh at this too, when you're an entrepreneur, I did not realize entrepreneur equals self-discovery. Right. I mean, I never realized how much introspection it requires. And uh, I wasn't I wasn't mentally prepared for that. I was I surprised myself because I was like, I never thought I never thought that way. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think the top of that, I always think like it took me so long. It took me many years. I didn't even know that the part I'm missing. Mm -hmm. I was I was doing everything else. But looks like I never paid attention to really sit with myself to see what do I really want. And I was sometimes pinpointing all problems all around, like, oh, maybe that is not working well for me, that person is not working for me, and whatever I could think of. But as soon as I figured it out, like the project me, everything started unfolding. Isn't that the most amazing thing? I. I- that self-discovery term, I didn't even use or think about that until you and I started chatting. And I guess I've always called it uh, finding your center. Like that's my term yes, for using we it. All have, finding yes. your center. It's kind of like what's your vibe? What's your true energy flow? I know it sounds hippy-dippy. I'm not trying to be hippy-dippy. But, <laughs> but there is something to be said that if you can find your essence, that energy frequency of how you resonate internally. I do sound quartzy. I'm not trying to. But it, it is so empowering. Because if you know what ticks you off, what makes you tick, and what makes you happy and sad, it's it's like driving a car with actual controls at work. You're right. You nailed you it. Know? Yes. And yeah, I, I love that. And, and after that, we also, in next episode, it was about emotional discovery. Mm. That was uh, another one of my, another favorite one, because I realized the way we grew up, we have a lot of like uh, limiting belief. The envir- environment we grew up, we have conditioned mind. And sometimes 
the way we give a different meanings to our emotions and those emotions are kind of preventing us to get ahead in in all areas of life too yeah. like i i didn't know that even we can really inspect our emotion and we can change them to the like in empowering way we can use our emotions to guide us further for our good rather than hijacking us oh girl if you're not in tune with your emotions again going with that self-discovery right of yeah. understanding yourself then there's the emotional connection to understanding yourself and yeah man alive this that was a tough one for me because i am a head case now i realized i'm like <laughs> darn it my family upbringing was really awesome but not at the same time right and it's amazing yeah. what you pick up and yeah you and think what you harbor in you in you and you you believed it you yeah. believe that in certain things the way you grew up and in the culture things and you think those are like normal until I, re I i get on this path and then i use some tools and some exercises mm -hmm. i went to some seminars that was amazing to see like how we can like break our limiting belief and change them to the same belief to empowering belief and yeah. then you were another person and it's all start with the thought right oh god thought thought become like emotions and then the emotion will make you to act in a different way it will be your behavior and then and that become your quality of life and that's uh, honestly i learned from um, tony robbins he really go deep into like the emotion the thoughts are emotion and emotions are like you know the you how you start feeling and then there's a quality of life and if right. we first place if we learn some tools to change work with our emotion our quality of life could be changed too it, well it, it's almost like it's like a chain link right it's a, exactly it just feeds into each other each and it can go in one direction or not and i find it fascinating that once you do adjust that emotional that you find that emotional connection on things and discovering how you respond how you, to stimuli, whatever it might be. Yeah. But it's, they always say it, right? It, it's not the situation. It's not you falling off a bike. It's how you respond to falling off that bike. Do Perfect. you get back on again? Yeah, how or, we react to it, right? Right. Or like me, snowboarding. Do you just say, I'm tired of face planting every single time. I'm just going to go in the warming hut and chill out and have some cocoa. So, you know, <laughs> hey, I discovered <laughs> in my emotional discovery, I am not the snowboarder I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, no. So that reminds me, like, for emotional part, like, for a long time, for in certain emotion, I was giving different meanings. Mm. Oh. And then, like, I would say, like, if anyone says something and I would be like, oh, why, why is always me? Why is happened to, you know? But then I realized that person might not even aware of what I'm thinking. It's all what's in my mind making me feel that way. So if I change the meaning, that will change the way I'm feeling. And Can I get my mom to listen to this episode, please? Do <laughs> 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 you seriously, can you imagine if we had our parents like listening to this and be like, wait a second, <laughs> you're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah, it's no, true. right. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, so I think that that I really had a fun with that episode too. Learning, uh, like that was really useful for me, and I want to share that with everyone. And after that, we there was a third episode about a passion mm -hmm. and purpose discovery. And the thing was, we always thought passion 
purpose, mission. These are the very like big words, right? Right. Like it's a complicated process. Like, okay, when you are in your career in early age, okay, who has time to like, it's about like, what's my mission? What's my purpose? And I didn't realize like there are some tools and these are day to day to just to reconnect with yourself and you get the clue in your daily life. It doesn't matter. In your career, you get the clues of what excites you, mm. what gives you more energy. And if you are just waiting for Friday to come, then definitely it's a clue to <laughs> that, do something different in your career. Right. Well, I, I consider those like uh, your that is your why. It's your fuel, right? Yes. Because you've got to have a motivation to do something. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. Yeah. It's why people stop doing exercises. Yeah, you want to you know? like why you want to do it, and but the yeah. the thing is like purpose and uh, passion is very important to discover it in early age. So you want to align your strength with that. So even at job, like doesn't matter which role you have, even if you really inspect your you know strengths, what's excite you, what's give you energy, and when you felt really happy or excited in certain meetings. Why, why did you feel that way? And you will get the clue because it could be the, the group of people you hang out with and it could be the way it, you were able to use your strength in that setting. So that's why it made you help. So those are clues. These are very small things but can help you to find your purpose and passion. And like, of course, if you want to be more in detail, I we uh, I have really explained uh, with my other guest in that episode. Oh yeah, check and, it out. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched it, so make sure you check that out. <laughs> and then after that, we talked about so passion and purpose discovery. And mm-hmm. after that, that was another one of my favorite is self love and self relationship discovery. <laughs> You know, I struggle with this one. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times you've corrected me. And I'll just say something like, (laughs) I think it's self-effacing humor, but it does seep into your psyche. It does. So, yes, everyone, Sat has gotten on me on the self-love part here a little too many times for my tastes. But it's also an awareness that we don't speak very well to ourselves. We don't love ourselves as much as we should. Uh, you know, I think we do a lot for others uh, in the way, but we forget we also need to address, we also need to address same way to ourselves. We need to consider that person. We always want to be nice, want to do something to them. So we want to make sure we are doing same for ourselves. Yeah, I remember the other day, I think I caught yourself saying something. And you said, don't uh, say that. You, you were joking, but I said, don't even say in joke. But you never know you because your subconscious mind is listening. Yes. And let me tell you, sister, ever since you said that to me, it's like literally not a day goes by where I don't hear you, your voice. Like you're in my head. So congratulations. No, thank you. Yeah, these are small. <laughs> someone, someone's told me because it's the change your story, change your life. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't know unknowingly or... Uh, we just start saying, even in we, we think we are joking, say things to ourselves, our subconscious mo- mind really grabs it. And later on, it shows up in some manners. And if you don't pay attention, it just can pile up. And before you know, you start acting like that. So really pay attention to uh, what you're telling ourselves. And self-love, 
also the self relationship. You know, yeah. so yeah, how mu- much time we spend learning about others and like about how we can have a better relationship with our coworkers and our family in any, uh, like anyone, like all around the world, we're trying to figure that out. But we forget the most important part uh, to figure out what kind of relationship I have with myself. What do I think of myself? Because it goes back to that part where I was saying the way we grew up in the culture and environment. Sometimes we have belief. I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not smart enough. I'm short. I'm too tall. We all have Something. Something, right? And the cultural part that you mentioned, which I think is fascinating because we are women of ethnicity. Yes. Um, and Asian, no less. Um, there is something to be said of being raised in a ethnic household in another country and then being raised in an ethnic household in the United States. It's different. I think the experience is different but similar. It's same, same, but different. And when I say that, it's you get all the, the culture – when you're ensconced in it, right? But when you come to the United States, it's almost like you're in your own house. You're in that culture. But once you step out that door, then now you're part of a set. It's like almost, it's similar, but not is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's what I find fascinating because I'm an American born. So I only know my experience. But when I was in Thailand, I got to tell you, it was very interesting, very different, but same. It it was weird. It was like, I felt familiar, but yet I felt like a, a, a foreigner to it. Foreigner to it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I just felt like because we have that cultural experience, I think we do have a, a, a I don't want to call it more colorful view, maybe different perspective. Yeah, this different perspective, like, or maybe, yeah, no, it's like the way we, I think that I was saying about like, you know, it's a limiting belief sometimes when we think like I'm too short. Well, I mean, but if you, the limiting beliefs, if you think about that, though, look, if anyone knows anything about Asian culture, they pride certain things about physical appearances. Okay. So I am too masculine. I am too fat. Like, I am way too fat by the Asian population standards. And my family has no problem saying, wow, you guys are uh, fed real well in the United States, sir, aren't you? And it's not considered an insult. They're just simply. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah, you know, but they just say it in a joking, and you don't realize that's like, whoa, dude! Like, oh, slow your roll. In America, that wouldn't fly. No, actually, that's why I can so resonate with that in self-love, and you never know if you've not been careful mm-hmm. uh, while you were a child, and you just carry on those belief on you later on, it shows up, and like some people just they just keep trying to prove themselves, like yeah. you know, and so self-love is about figuring out this journey also helped me to figuring out what my limiting beliefs were. Like I had limiting belief, but not one or two. And it's now I have tools I always can keep working on it. Like I always thought I was too short. So like, you know, and, but it took me time. So I just changed to that. Like, no, that's not the only one thing, you know, I'm beautiful. I love myself and I work on that. Uh, it's not even bother me anymore, and I feel really, you know, better about uh, be- it. For better sure. about right. it. So, and the same way, like, okay, about my weight and thing. Oh, I thought I never can lose a weight. That was my limiting belief. I thought I reached to the certain age and things, and that's how I heard it. 
Like, yeah. okay, after a certain age, you can't lose the weight. And th- those are also kind of limiting belief. But as soon as I got on this journey, it really helped me to break those limiting belief. And now I know, I feel like I'm so empowered. It's in my hand, doesn't matter what, I feel I can change it. Yeah. So that is about, I wanna really emphasizing on the self-love, self-relationship is to embrace yourself and give yourself grace and just love yourself. It's not only mean to go to just take spa and all that, just like honor who you are. It, and, it, and it's only matter to you what change you want to make it not because of someone else you want to make sure you're not changing for someone else because that should be your own why yeah so that's the part i can go hours and hours on self-love and self-relationship but again we i think we really shared some useful tools and we had a conversation with our my one another amazing guest so again if you have not watched it i want to make sure you watch that one too no pressure just do it (laughs) Yeah, and the continue to that self-discovery path. And after that, the the area comes physical wellness. Mm. Same way. If you are not in sync in with your body, you're not listening to your body, your body will tell you. Exactly. So that's another, the whole thing, uh, too, about the discovering your um, strength in that area and if you want to make change why you want to make change and it's all do you, you want to say something about like like honestly i i reached the threshold where my body was start telling me and since i was on this doing a lot of like self inspection exercises then i, I was able to figure out like what i want to do about my health and i took ownership of it do you have any experience on that? Yeah, I, I can. I, yes, too many actually. <laughs> but uh, I, I will try to be succinct because I know we've got a short. You guys want to be here for like for a few days? Um, no, but I realized about four, five years ago. Five years ago, because I left corporate America in 2017. That four years. See, yeah, we'll just go with four years ago. I was breaking down to hives every time I had a forecast call at work. Oh my goodness. Because I was in a somewhat impossible situation and I, it was out of my, a lot of it was so out of my control and I didn't know how to handle that. And it wasn't until I had colleagues say to me, what's, why is your face, like half your face red? Oh. And it turned out to be a hive. Like it wasn't like a blush. It was like, you saw like it lift my skin up like a true hive would. Oh my goodness. And I didn't feel it. I didn't even know it was there. Oh. And when your body starts manifesting things like that, there's something very fundamentally wrong and it it was such an eye-opener for me because I didn't realize that I was doing that to myself I even felt that way my health was not in its good position I wasn't sleeping well I wasn't eating well I was not putting probably the healthiest things in my mouth though I'd loved that glass of wine it was not the help, healthiest coping mechanism. Mechanism, yes. Right, and I found very quickly that I need to I need to figure something else out. And uh, I would love to say, and then I started running, and it was the best thing ever. No, no. Let's just be honest. I am not. That is one area of my world I need to work on. However, I did find other activities that would have, let's say, given my body the opportunity to you know, recover heal it, it, to and... heal itself. So no, was I climbing every mountain like I wanted to? No, but I was definitely doing other things that was you know, yeah, helpful no. for me. Yeah, thank you for sharing that because that's the point we are trying to uh, discuss here. Like we don't want to wait until like your body 
shows up the symptom. Like yeah, maybe like by knowing unknowingly you didn't know. Like you were working like working so hard day and night and just trying to achieve good like in one area and you completely forgot about your health until your symptoms start telling you, hey, you need to take care of me. So yeah. that's why the self-discovery is discover the whole, every aspect of our yeah. emotional part, our wellness discovery, our passion, mission. So that's why, yeah, it's so that's exactly I was uh, trying to tell in my that episode. Like, we need to listen to our body and be in tune with that so we can take care of it. And when we talked about the wellness discovery, it's not just about losing weight and all that is about your overall mind body and health like how you are thinking are you able to have a good eight hours sleep are you able to have some stress stress management tool around you yeah so it doesn't matter how life goes and that's the reality you know when we are in corporate world and we're trying to do a multiple things uh, we have to have a stress management tool around us which could help sad as long as we have family we're going to have to find some kind of coping mechanism. We talked about that, too. Yeah. I mean, because it's not going to go away, and it's different type of stressors. And, uh, you know, I am always in absolute admiration of folks that are doing lifelong, or not lifelong, life-threatening situations where it's someone with cancer, for example, where they find the strength within them yes. to mentally fight this thing that's exactly. eating themselves inside out kind of thing and just willing by sheer determination in your mind Mine. it does matter yes it's, i mean and i hate to say it because unfortunately i know too many people that have gone through so many different types of things you see some some people give up and you can see their body just go okay yeah as soon it's as so it's, sad. you have to win in your mind right yeah. if you win that battle in your mind your body will start acting like that. I mean, it, it's a big part of it. Yeah. So it's, it's all we have to make sure so we are mentally strong and we are have a, some kind of support system around us yeah. day to day. <clears throat> and it's not that easy. I will say I'm still on the journey. I, I think sometimes I, some days are perfect and some days uh, I, I miss out those. So, But I'm still learning. But at least I got some tools around me. So when needed, I can pick it up. And so. that's the best part. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. a lifelong journey, right? Yeah, but let me tell you, people's the analogy. I'm a big queen of analogies. The way I view tools that you put together and like things that you've discussed is like so critical. It's like trying to build a house with a broken hammer and a half, you know, shorn nail. If you don't have the proper tools, it's going to be a hard run making that house. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You, exactly. And, and if you've got the right tools in place, man alive. And I say that because I just recently put together an IKEA bookcase, and let me tell you, wrong tool makes life hell. <laughs> we have to have the right combination, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And let yeah. me tell you about that coping mechanism. It was not happening that day. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I love your coping mechanism thing. Yes. Yeah. Even. Honestly, I will admit that there was a long time uh, my like coping mechanism was a uh, comfort food. Like I oh. always try to look for something that's uh, really exciting. So it, I'm still not. I'm saying 100% successful, but I that's as soon as I realized that now I have to yeah. change those activities, right. which gave me right. It should not be about uh, just going to your favorite food and just change that moment to something different in different settings. You're, you're nailing it. I mean, I, I, 
you, you are such an inspiration to me, Sat. Like, seriously, I listen to you. It is that there's a beauty in imperfection, right? It reminds me, and I don't know the term, and I mention it like every other day, that Japanese philosophy, if it's a broken cup, they, they, they seal it up with gold. And so what they do is over time, it's a broken cup that is reusable, but, but you start seeing the beauty of wow. all the veining and all because it's it's like wrinkles Beautiful and smiles. Said. You know what I mean? It's oh like, my goodness! I never heard about that. Oh, That's it's a, it's, yeah, I gotta Google and I have to remember the term. I might as well learn Japanese. They've got so many cool philosophies, especially for food. Yeah, um, no, and embracing that. But yeah, no, thanks for sharing that. So yeah, I mean, so that was our the just a recent uh, episode about the wellness discovery. And today, even though it's the last episode of this series, we are not last. Um, you know, throughout this journey, I have, while I was going through this journey and still still on it, I kind of put it some framework together. So I will be sharing a seven steps proven framework for a transformation in any areas of life. When I say any area, once we figure out these seven steps and use it, and if it's give you results, you can use it in your career in your relationship, in your spiritual journey, and wherever you want to see some change in your life. So so these are seven steps. So first one, let me just quickly go over the seven steps. Okay. And then uh, you guys can also look at the, the on the slide. So, right. so the first uh, is a discover, decide. First, so I'm just going to go in the sequence. Okay. So discover, decide. Commit with massive action, uh, discipline, and then measure, reward, and then last one is rinse and repeat. Yeah, some of you guys might be thinking, yeah, these are very basic, simple, but honestly, the sequence matter. The sequence matter, though, if you even miss a one step, then it you might not get the results you want. So... When I put these tools together, I came up with this list after I made some transformation in my, some areas of life. And I went back and I said, you know, what are the few things really helped me? And how can I share that with others to do the same? So it, so I, so first step is a discover. <laughs> so discover is goes back to, you know, even though you might not feeling great in some areas of your life and you need to really find out, you know, what you really want. And first step is even to figure out which area needs help. Yeah. So there are some other tools that are available online, but the, for simp- uh, the sake of simplicity, what you can do on your paper, just put like zero wings like you are not very dissatisfied. And 10 means you are doing great in that area. So you can put like three, four different areas like career, finances, family life, uh, spirituality, or your whichever areas, right? And then in front of that area, just say, you know, how satisfied you are, zero to 10. And then see if your score is the area you have a score two, three, you know, and then see, like, maybe you need to pick one area for that. So that comes under discover part, doing those activity. And how you can do it, you have to schedule one-on-one with yourself every day 
at least do this for two weeks every night just well I'm, I'm saying night but whenever you have time in that during that meeting you will just have to say like which area of your life you need help and once you figure it out just see like why what exactly you need like why like let me think the right way yeah first you figure out the area and then you need to know okay what i need to do and why i want to make that change so for when i did it i just picked the first health because i was doing despite doing everything right in my career and thing and i was like hit i was hitting the threshold where like i didn't feel like great mm-hmm. about myself and then i realized like oh i need to make a change so but then i started investing in myself i went to uh, many seminars last 3 years that's all i did i invested a lot in myself so that's a discovery part but you don't need to take 3 years to discover so because i did not pay attention to that part it i hit that threshold so you guys can doesn't matter where you are in your career in uh, or in any other area of your life once you know this area needs help just spend some time with yourself like what like where you're not feeling great so first you pick a one area then the second is is decide so see yeah that's the like very it's not easy one like sometimes we say you know we make a decision to change it's not that easy if sometime you want to do it because some other other one was uh, other person is trying to lose weight you want to do it you will be not won't be able to do it right because you have to decide your why you want to do it until you figure out your why that cannot be done yeah you, you want to uh, because you're also like in were in the sales career for 20 years and then you transition into your uh this podcast production and you're entrepreneur now and it's a big transition so is can you resonate with that thing oh, yeah. like like when you made a decision you were very clear about your why I cannot tell you the whole discovery component of it. By the way, when you were describing that, I just had a visual in my head of literally putting a notepad next to my desk, uh, you know, not desk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bed, desk, same same, you yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people sleep at their desks too. No, but I just love that idea of being able to like right before bed. I love your take a meeting with yourself. I love that term, which is so funny and it's sad at the same time that you have to think of yourself almost like in a business way to force yourself in sometimes to yes. to, to get that discipline the block sure some we'll, time for yourself to block some time for yourself but i do what fascinated when you were saying that was i literally can visualize in my head you know whatever topics of area and you can see over the course of time where it might have been a 3 for that night day and then a 10 another day and then if you might want to jot notes and you see a trend and that where that's where you can really do a lot of discovery of Maybe yes. it, what's going on is something cyclical is there maybe a life event going on that's unique that's impacting yeah. or i mean look people if you're a certain age and you're female maybe it's a hormonal thing going on too okay like it's a recognition i think of you know i'll say it you know menopause and perimenopause is a very real issue for it's women a real issue yes and and it's and it's i don't think women talk about it enough because perimenopause will hit at probably the hardest time for women when they're raising their families or when they're they're at trying to do a multiple things and they completely they're not aware of it and they're like, not aware yeah. of it and that's the discovery part that i yeah. think is so fascinating and that that decision part i mean look i 
I got laid off. I was able to, you know, decide whether I want to take a package or interview for another job within the company. And I said, deuces. I said, deuces. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I, I had lost my love and why. I lost my fire for the career of sales. I just, I just didn't have it in me anymore. I think when you're breaking out into hives, I think your body is basically telling you're done. You, you're done. You, you got to go. So that decision point, sometimes if you don't pay attention enough, it will be made for you. It is what I see too many times of other people who have heart attacks, right? Like it, it manifests itself in a horrible way. But when I made that decision, I left corporate America. Uh, it took me a good year and a half of soul searching. So I soul searching. I love that. Yeah. Like I lost my identity, right? Because I, I was no longer commanding an income. My identity was, oh, I'm a rep for so-and-so, right? Yes. A prestigious company, fortune, whatever. Right. And that when that was gone, I didn't, someone literally asked me, oh, you're gonna take some time off. I said, yeah, I need to take some time off to find myself again. They're like, oh, what are you going to do? What are your hobbies? I couldn't answer that question. Yeah, no. And, and that can you think about that? Like how sad that is? Like if someone's like, no, what you really love to do was your hobby. And because we were get so autopilot mm -hmm. in, uh -huh. a, in mm. a certain area, we completely forget who we are, what we want. And then as soon as something like hit you, like some event like you were just explaining, yeah. then you're like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do? And who am I? And I, I did do a bit of traveling because I didn't get to travel because I was so focused on job <laughs> that I didn't get to travel and see the world. And I realized I couldn't, like in the beginning, I couldn't even enjoy the vacations because I was still in work You're not mode used mentality. To. I, You're not I, used to. I didn't know. What, I was like literally riding a bike all over again of like, you're literally <laughs> in the most gorgeous state in Alaska and looking at these huge mountains and like these moose things are ginormous. I had to stop and go see it. Do you not understand? Moose don't exist in Texas or California. Like you need to. You need to pay attention pay to attention like where you at and enjoy it and yeah. don't go petting it. They're mean. <laughs> it's a wild animal. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So that 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 decision. I made a decision of I need to embrace myself, right? Yeah. And then it kind of started following through, and it took me a while. Actually, it was my business partner that said, "Hey." traveling lazy but you need to start focusing because you have champagne tastes on no income budget so you need to how long you can go with that yeah, right? how long you do that for <laughs> but it was you know i during that time of self-discovery just a full disclosure and i'll do a quick little story on this my why why i'm doing this podcast business why it excites me so much is because i started going into genealogy i started for the heck of it I love to do research, and I did my boyfriend's family's genealogy. So I'm not doing it the DNA way. I'm old school researching it. Granted, I did get the, a lot of assistance from an internet website that you know helps you with that. But I still had to do the research. And I found out very quickly, sat, as much as I joke about family, it was very sad. Past great-grandparents, we don't know Where? their names. And they just becomes names, right. birth dates, and death dates. No personality, no who they, nothing about, unless you do the research. Uh, unless you really get into invest in that area, right? So unless someone someone's, tells you, yeah, or tell they're me. in jail and you see an article about it, right? Yeah. And that hurt me because- It's sad, yeah. There's, where's your legacy? Where's our humanity? And we, now, back then I can understand, but now we have the technology. Technology. So why don't we leave some kind of digital legacy? And that fed into the whole world of producing podcasts. Because wow. to me, 
why wouldn't you help someone like you, Sat, find your voice so your kids can then play it or your great grandkids can go, that's my great grandma. You're leaving your legacy here. Oh, you know what I'm I saying? love your why. So my why is to help others, but also me too. It's, it's you know, it's self. No, that's you know, self-love. It's self-love too, right? Yeah. So that that's that's where that decision point, yeah. and I was like, I, I made the right decision. Oh, and thank that's you why for passionate about sharing it. that. That's very powerful. So yeah, like as soon as you figure out and you made a decision, you were very clear with your why. Yes. And when when I took an ownership of my this health transformation, like it took me whole year to just changing my habits and everything. And I was very clear in my mind. And when I made a decision, like, hey, I'm ready to... I think it's very clear. I am deciding to make this transformation happen for me. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not going to take another day or another month. And like, and I'm going to start during the holiday. That was <laughs> crazy girl. <laughs> and during November and Thanksgiving, where I was preparing all Thanksgiving meal and we have some Indian festival that time. And uh, one of the company I was working, we have a, like in, they order a lot of Indian foods and it was all the good stuff was going. But since I made the decision, if it's so seriously in my mind, honestly, nothing could like distract me. Mm. And I still go back to the experience and I see what, how our mind uh, plays a big role. Yeah. The way we make a decision is matter. So yes. you want to make sure you are clear why you want to do it. And it should be really, you should be enthusiastic from the heart and it has to be aligned. And then whatever decision you will make it, you will be able to do it. So, yeah, no, thanks for sharing. And the next step is commit with massive action. That goes hand to hand. So yeah. you are clear on that. Okay, which area you need help with? Then you are making a decision. Hey, I want to take care of it. And taking care of it, you really want to make sure you know like you, you why you want to do it and what's your why and you are ready to take it. And once you're ready, it is a commit with a massive action. Mm, I love that you use the word massive action. Yeah, that's did- also the one of part of the seminar I went to, the Tony Robbins. So he used like, uh, without I think massive action, we can just say it's a wish, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can uh, make a plan all day, <laughs> but until something we can really put into the action, uh, until then, it's a wish. <laughs> I mean, look, everyone can say, I want to lose 15, 20 pounds. Or, I mean, yeah, but until you actually get off your high knee yeah. to actually do something about, about it. About it, yeah. And that's a critical, and it can't be, I mean, wait, I think maybe I should put an asterisk when I say this statement. It's not to say baby steps isn't effective. No. What we're saying is sometimes that baby step is that massive step. Yes, those are needle right? mover. Right. Whatever decision you're making. For yeah. example, in my case, it was, okay, if I want to transfer my health, I knew I'd been trying something for many years and it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. First step was I need to find someone. Yeah. To some mentor or someone can help me in that area. So that day I was that clear in that morning while I was driving to work, I called someone and that I just, wherever I needed some help and I was already my plan started next day because it was so clear. So you do have to take actions and even few steps. So you want to make sure something like significantly, you can see something moving needles to that goal and that makes some attainable goal for yourself. Don't be so hard when you commit with a massive action, but still as long as you can set like weekly milestone, check with yourself. And if you are, you want to make sure then you can use like 
day to day, you want to make sure majority of the, like even 20% of the work, if you do, that give you like 80% of the kind of, this called 80-20 rule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I might mess up when explaining it, but the main idea is even you do uh, just 20% of it, but the output would be like 80% of it. Exactly. You know? So yeah. if you pick those kind of tasks for yourself when you're really clear, you want to make sure you are on that and you can uh, and you can have some accountability, whichever in my part, I have to do uh, like, yeah, I, I found someone who can help me, some kind of system help me and then I figured out my routine and then I had accountability people who will ask me, okay, and I was very clear when I said I want to, and I'm giving this example for my health transformation, I'm not, it could be any area area of your life. Right. Uh, so I want to explain with the example so that might help because when I said I want to lose a weight, I did not say I want to lose a weight. I said I want to lose 39 pounds and I don't know where that 39 came from and I still remember I wrote it down and I wrote it down by then. I will lose this much weight by this date. That are the key things, because when you write it down, you're registering that to your subconscious mind, and top of that, you're putting action, and yeah. you can also put in the somewhere visible to you. When you take the massive action, and I really follow that, and actually, yeah, I threw out the one year, I even forgot about that, like, uh, once I went to the seminar, I was keep writing, like, I want to lose 39, and when I went back, I really, exactly, I lost 40 pounds. <laughs> you, that's awesome. So you you exceeded then. Yeah, it was like Great. a 40. And when I looked back, and it, it seems very powerful thing, how you, and those are the part of the, when I was talking about the discover, decide, those the, were the steps. I was writing and I was being clear. So it doesn't matter which uh, ever goals you are trying to achieve, so be clear about it. And it should be like, and be very pacific about it okay you're just don't me. don't say in the way i want to do this like yeah. what exactly could be the like some milestone to hit can i tell you mine right now this weekend i'm committing myself everyone to do my laundry and actually put it away by the by monday that's mine big one awesome and i can check with you because you, you, you will, because you'll notice I'm like, hey, haven't seen you wear that shirt in a while. See, good job doing laundry. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, we, we have to have accountability. No, so, I love that. Yeah, and after the, after the commitment then is, uh, so we did the um, discipline. Discipline. And how, like, simple it sounds, right? We no. all know. I think since we're childhood, we are hearing that, right? Discipline, discipline. <sighs> but... Until that's the hardest thing. I think it's my least favorite word in the English language. Consistency and yeah. discipline. Consistency. And actually, the con I realize consistent con being disciplined is only can help you to see the results. So these are even it could be a very tiny things, but if you're consistent with that, those habits. Yeah. For like for me, when we're changing, I was like, okay, I have to want to drink 64 ounce water and I want to have one hour workout and I do do not want to eat certain things like sugar, flour, you know, whatever that was. But I was so, even now I'm consistent. So I think that's giving me results long run. And this without discipline for, in order for me to help discipline also, I was able to do it because the first three steps were in place. Yeah. 
because you are very clear. You know you want to do it. You do have action plan. And it's like creating a, some system around you to stay disciplined. Have you ever had a, like, a problem with that? Or you want to share something? Or if you remember <laughs> Girl, on the spot? have I ever had a problem? This is my story of my life. Discipline <laughs> is like... But my, no, no, I told you, there's no, a reason no. why it's my least one, favorite word. <laughs> one, one story in your uh, in your life. You know, I, I will, uh, you know, it's funny. I am not the most disciplined person. So this is like so painful for me. It's like, can I just start crying now, cat? Or sad? I just want to cry right now. <laughs> so it, it it's kind of sad that this is what's popping out to me because this is from high school when I actually exhibited some level of discipline. And it was, I was running track and... I did hurdles. That was my race. I was a hurdler. And I was a 300-meter hurdler. I wasn't even a sprinter hurdler. I was a middle-distance type thing. And in order for me to have the focus I needed to run my races, obviously you require discipline. You've got to train. You've got to get the right mindset going. You have to visualize your race. You have to visualize your success in that race. You have to visualize the form right? And there's so much going on in your brain. Uh, I was very disciplined at that point in time, because at that point, I was, I was a league champion in our district. And that's right, a five foot two Asian girl (laughs) was a a league champ in Southern California. Awesome. That was a peak of my physicalness, apparently. But that being said is, I was so I got I saw the prize. I knew my goal. I knew my objective. I knew what I was going after and happy about it. And that was like my fuel. And quite frankly, as an, a person of a uh, ethnicity, certain ethnicity, uh, cultural background, I wanted a college scholarship so I can go to school. Yes. Because perhaps my academic might not have carried me, but that's a different issue. And I was able to have a lot of people like scout me and check me out for a little bit. And that to me was like my pride of, of, of having that discipline. So I know I have the capability of doing so, it. So that's, yeah, you have to remind yourself, like, you yeah. were, so that's the thing, you can go back, right? Yeah. You can, so exactly, see, right now, even while you're explaining, I can see your <laughs> brightness on your face, like, you're, you're so, like, happy about it because you were able to do that. Yeah. So, the, so the discipline is a must thing. Uh, without that, I think it's hard to achieve it. It's not necessary. Discipline is, doesn't have to be fun. I mean, I mean, you can make it as fun as you can. You can. But, for the positivity. But, yeah. but make no mistake, that's where all the work is. This is the work. Yeah. It's like it has to follow through all the steps. And like yeah. for me, uh, I'm still having a, some challenges during my like, you know, I say the stress management tool, the one, the tool I use, a meditation yeah. or breathing. Yes. I'm not able to keep up with that daily basis. And, and I see the result because of that. And when the everything gets together, sometimes I can see that. Yeah. I can feel that. So I, but I know, knowing the tools, I know everything works fine, but this is the step I'm missing. I need to get back on. So that's the power, that's the beauty of knowing the, the series and yeah. tools how to get back. So it's okay. It, it's some, sometimes we fall out, but as long we know without this step, we won't be able to move further. Right. Well, I think what you're saying with that whole discovery, though, is to also recognize that maybe you might want to tweak it a little bit. Tweak too. it and you know make I mean? a, what works for you, you know, in a way. Exactly. And it, by the way, so Gage, our sound guy, I just want to let you know, he texted me and he goes, it's called Kint Sugi. So imagine if we, oh, okay. so if we screw, or not screw up, if we fall off the wagon, if you will, if we need to reevaluate and reprocess again, 
think of it as kintsugi, where it's like you're you're literally that cup, and you're just re-swizzling oh. it, and you're adding a little bit. So I'm kind of digging your process, because it is... Exactly. It's like the... Again, I'm a visual person, so that's where I'm kind of yeah. getting excited, because it's like, oh, I get it. I, I think I just had a light bulb moment. No, thank you. And thanks... Yeah, I think thanks for bringing that up. So yeah, now we no. can resonate with that. No, I distracted awesome. you again, didn't I? <laughs> But that's okay. We have got the discipline now yeah, so, to return. So okay. discipline. And after the discipline is measure. measure. Oh, my goodness. doesn't matter if you're in corporate world and mm. in any area until we, ta- we can talk about the big project plan, tools, a lot of transformation happen. But if we don't measure it, no. we don't know if it's working or not. Yeah. It could be simplest your health goal. It could be simplest your career goal. It could be as simplest your uh, relationship goal. You want to make sure you are measuring in even weekly basis, monthly, whatever uh, it uh, like matter to you. But want to make sure you whatever the hard work you're working in is that really producing the result you're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And if not, then just tweak it. Make it customized to yourself. Sometime, even for my health area, yes, uh, some like diet plan, all things, uh, you can get it. But I, since I need to know how my, what my body kind of, yeah, you know, like, I think I'm trying to say, like, if you are in tune with your body, your mind, then you know how to customize those things according right. to you. So you want to make sure you measure regardless what you're trying to do. Because in my journey, I was measuring the certain things I've been told to take it. Those were not working for me. Mm. And in certain time of the day, uh, if at 3 o'clock I have to take a snack, I know I have to have something like a little warm snack with my tea. Oh. So, and... In order to have the warm snack, I have to tweak it. Yeah. I want to make sure still that has the ingredient which is not harmful for me, but I have to tweak that. So you always want to measure it. And if something's not working, and then you want to make sure you change so you can see your desired result. And after that, after the measuring, the next part is a very, very important, the reward. You know, we put, uh, sometimes we are so hard on ourselves. Yeah. We figure out, yes, we want to achieve some goals. We have some goals and we put the action plan together. We're measuring it. And now we forget to celebrate ourselves, celebrate our milestone. I That is so true because we are so focused sometimes on that goal, on those measures that when you do achieve it. Have you ever, okay, let me ask you this question because... Have you ever like gold yourself towards something and you finally achieve it like your weight loss, for example? Did you feel a little empty after you accomplished it? Like, okay, I did yeah. it. And you're kind of like, okay, what's next? So I'm glad you ask it. Once you, uh, because if you are just chasing the goal without being clear about it, you will get that feeling. Yeah. But if you are on this self-discovery path, you know your why, you know, then I think this feeling is less. So I used to have that before 
getting on the self-discovery. I used to chase the milestone. One after, you can ask me, I don't know how many certification I went through and everything, one after another. Then I'm like, okay, what is next? My question was, what is next? Exactly. Uh, so it's like uh, always striving, never arriving. Yes. I think you can. Oh, resonate. I love that. Striving, not arriving. arriving. I love that because you have to give yourself that accolade because then you become your own disgruntled employee of I'm underappreciating myself. Yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh. So th- that's yeah. very, so that I'm glad you asked it, but if you are truly on self, uh, when you really clear about on self discovery path, then you won't have that feeling because you know why you want it to have and you kind of already self-loving yourself, you're giving yourself a grace mm-hmm. and then you won't have that. But without this self-discovery, you can keep beating yourself up and, okay, what is next? What is next? Or just assume, okay, you got that goal because you were supposed to do it anyway. It's almost, I almost feel like I hear my dad talking now at this point is, you know, you no. got an A minus, why not an A? <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're like, but I, da- I did it. I did done good. I, I didn't fail at least. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. No, actually, yeah. I. Um, so I will definitely want to quickly share my experience because while on this journey, I went through that experience. Uh, after I lost all this weight and all that, then I heard about uh, like a little bit I want to do it. I a little bit different approach. Uh, I heard about like to detox your body, right? So so detoxing your body with the fruit juice and the vegetable juice. It's nothing wrong with it. It's proven it worked for people. But I also want to try that. I went so hard. It was for 10 days just on juices and things. And I started realizing I one day like I couldn't take it anymore. This this juices were not working for me. Oh, my God. It gave me the opposite results. And that day, I got into the another phase of self-discovery. And nighttime, <laughs> I almost cried, like, why Why actually the first place I'm doing this? Uh-huh. Then I got the very realization, I'm still a little bit trying to prove myself more. Like, mm. So even though I was telling you, yes, it was a less, but it was another realization, like... In that area, I think I need to do a little bit more. Yeah. And when, so I think if someone's challenging you, okay, this 10 days thing can really help, detox your body, and I just took it next challenge. But in that challenge, I, as soon as I, since I was on this path, I got so cleared. I say, I don't think this is something I really want to do it from my heart. Yeah. I'm just to proving myself like uh, I'm that strong. I can also pass this. It's a vanity pursuit. That day I stopped it, the day eight or ninth, I'm like, I do not need to prove myself. I already came long way and I love the way I'm doing it and I'm continued on that. So it did distract me a little bit, but having this tool or self-awareness put me right back on this path. Gotcha. Too. Oh, so. yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I like that because I do think sometimes what we do pursue things, uh, there is a vanity component, which is not necessarily the route that you want to, you know, yeah. 
inspire you by. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's that ego. Yeah, I you, mean, yeah, yeah, it was my own ego. Like I want to yeah. prove to myself. Uh, but the reward part, like I in this my health transformation, I rewarded uh, myself in a different way. So whenever I lost, I I like reached to the certain milestone. Uh, I bought myself a new dress, and then I went to eat out but not certainly do the same kind of food. And this time I was very clear. Even though if I had something I really like, I just uh, kind of enjoyed it, mm. you know? And so I did kind of, now I'm very good with rewarding myself. Love that. Uh, even in my career, if in any place, if I achieve something, even when I launch my podcast, <laughs> I knew, like, I need to celebrate this, you know, even people around me celebrating me. And then I was like, I have to stop it. And then I, uh, like, went a few days, like, I was really enjoying that feeling. So those are very important. Like, especially a woman, we are sometimes are too hard on ours. Of course. And, and again, as we were talking about earlier, that focus, we, we because we we're doing so many different things, especially for women that have, have children and, and yes. all that, running households, plus their careers, plus their spouses. And yes, running their spouses. It's kidding, sort of. <laughs> um, is, is is that moment of like, because you're because you're doing so many different tasks, you have to over yeah. the course of the day. And, all, and if you're like every other parent in this universe, you know, you've got kids in 15,000 different activities, you're oh, accomplishing yeah. their tasks there. There, yeah. Uh, but there's no award that you're not realizing that you're not awarding yourself for the other things that yeah. you're doing for yourself. So no, I mean, you're just really resonating with me and I don't even have kids and I get it. Yeah, no, for long lasting results, right? Yeah. Because you, yeah. Th these are not like something you achieve it and okay, as you said, like we shouldn't be keep getting the next project, but it should be the long lasting. It should give you the fulfillment. That's why these activities are, these steps helped us. So if you reward yourself, you're telling yourself you love yourself. More you love yourself, more you will be able to contribute more to others. So true. So like, so I think true. that's why I was mentioning my other episode, the empty cup we cannot pour, right? So yes. exactly, that's the thing. Like, we need to recharge ourselves. Every night we charge our phones, right? <laughs> and the same is a very basic concept. We need to charge ourselves. You, you just hit me home there. Recharge phones? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. So I love that, I love that idea. Rewarding that ourselves is... The key it, thing. So important. And and it doesn't have to be big. Big, Like yeah. you said, it could just be a little simple pleasure. It could literally be um, my girlfriend. She's like, I just closed the door and sat on the bed and smiled. And I'm like, girl, enjoy yeah, that moment. Exactly. Just enjoy it. I love yeah. it. No, I love that. So, okay, you reward yourself. Then what next? So then, by now, you figure out all these six steps mm -hmm. work together. Discover... Uh, you know, discover, decide, commit, discipline, and then um, measure, and then reward. Now you figure out in one area of life, like for me, that trans health transformation was the example. I knew where I was and where I'm now, mm -hmm. and one, what step I took it, it worked for me. Now, if I want to have transformation in my career, in a relationship, I want to go through the same exercise. So now, rinse and repeat. I love it. Rinse and repeat. Where did that term come from? <laughs> rinse and repeat. Is that hair washing? What, what is that? Washing? Where does that term come from? I have no idea. But I'll take it. I think it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've, it's like a, these steps that you've outlined make so much sense. It, it is 
it, you're right. It, it, it does feel like a no brainer. But at the same time, it's that discipline. You just got to keep it, It's a sequence. And it's a sequence. Sequences matter. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When you mentioned that earlier, when sequences matter, you know what my brain went to? Baking. I can't bake for crap. You know why? <laughs> because I like to just dump things as I go. I'm, I'm a cook, not a baker. Yes. Because chemistry. You have to have that sequence of the things the way you know process, process. matters process absolutely matters. and again that goes back to me going self-discovery of okay maybe see you might want to put process as one of your little yeah areas, so next time know? see if you want to like when you, if you whenever you identify the area right mm -hmm. and then just so write down these steps and right. then just follow through that each step and see how that works for you and you have you can customize based on you whatever you are at, right? So yeah, and I actually want to also uh, ask them, so so these are, the, and please let me know in the, I would ask the audience or viewers to let me know in the comments, right? Yes. If they tried it and if that works for them or not, and if they want any further information, uh, they can reach out to me. But also I really want to hear feedback or comments from the viewers uh, what kind of the next topics they want to hear from us? Oh, you know? sure, yeah. Because this was my first podcast I ever launched, and I want to say thank you to Sia again. <laughs> Without her company, their service, I cannot be here. And the way they helped me, and if anyone in the place there got some good ideas in their mind, and I would say don't wait just you need to go and tell your vision and they will take care of you and they will help you to even launch from scratch all your podcast. And I think, Asiya, I want to say thank you again for your help and support. We did uh, just the sixth episode. I want to try this out in my first series and I loved it. And I still remember the <laughs> day you said it, you will get addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so, you know what? It's so addicting. You, you I, I, I remember early on when you and I were talking, you were definitely, I would say, and I don't mind saying it because it's true, <laughs> you were definitely one of the more, I won't say nervous, but you were very self-aware of your uncertainty, if that makes sense. And I, I just knew. Hey, the other thing too, you're the most prepared uh, host. Uh, any of all our clients, and yes, clients that are listening, I'm talking to you. You might want to learn a thing or two about preparation with certain uh, sat here, but uh, you you you're extraordinarily well prepared. Thank and I you. I think that helps build that confidence, overcome those fears, as we you know talking about self discovery, right? Like, I mean, you literally went through the steps. I didn't realize we we're doing it with you when we were going through this whole launch process. So it's been such an honor to see you on your journey. So thank you for trusting us uh, to help you. I'm I'm extraordinarily proud and just. I, I have got goosebumps just talking no, to you. Thank you, Sia. Th thank you for you and Erin and whoever your team, you help us. I, it was really, I really enjoyed it uh, going through this process. And I learned a lot. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to have more topics. But this time, I really want to hear from the audience and viewers. So what kind of topics uh, for the group of women you would like to hear so I can bring it some more interesting topics. And thank you again, everyone, uh, for your support or watching uh, all the episode. And don't forget to subscribe, comment and share. So in the future, if I'm bringing any episode, you don't miss out. Yes. And we just need to reconnect with ourselves. We are not lost. Uh, just connect with yourself and start living your meaningful life. Share, care, and be rare. Thank you for listening. 
please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast player. If you ever have questions, visit unstoppablewithease.com or contact us at unstoppablewithease at gmail.com. Yes, we are not lost. We just need to take a pause and reconnect with ourselves to craft the life we want. Share, care, and be rare. Thank you.